Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We're two associate and marriage and family therapists under clinical supervision, and we both specialize in working with couples. Welcome to It's Complicated, the Couples Guide podcast. Where we debunk myths and deliver truth about couples therapy. Trust us. It's awesome. Hi, Talia. Hi, Ryan. (laughs) 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 So funny. Why are we so funny today? (laughs) Welcome to episode 14, humor. Yeah, there it is. Um, this is one of your uh, pet topics, actually. Yes, totally is. Which I'm super into. I love humor. Yeah, and so you wanted to address using humor in couples therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? I think humor is a great tool to de-escalate conflict. Mm. Not avoid it, mm-hmm. but to de-escalate it. Okay, so right away I have a question. What's the difference between de-escalating and, and avoiding? avoiding? Uh, I would say like nervous laughing or making Uh jokes about an issue would be the avoidance Uh or minimization Uh and then using it to de-escalate sitting in the intense experience as the client going through it sitting with your partner and feeling like and then at the end having a therapist bring to light hey it could be worse Mm. or hey you could have other issues or hey this is really unlike the other fight you had where this and this happened Yeah, you know being able to laugh about it Mm -hmm. I think lets them all let clients Let's clients leave on a positive note. Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, especially the, the use of it at the end of session. I think I'll, I'll do that much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the most common time I will use humor uh, intentionally in a session. I say question mark because it tends to be intuitive more than mm-hmm. intentional mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, there's a big difference between using, well, just in general avoidance and then de-escalation. And humor being a wonderful tool to de-escalate if things get really raw and for whatever reason, it doesn't seem right. like um, it's useful to stay that raw. True. Which makes me kind of wonder, a lot of what we do in couples therapy is stay in the raw. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least I'll say that particularly from the style of work I do, you'll hear me say a lot where I, I'm trying to help partners get into vulnerability and connection in a raw place that might be uncomfortable outside a session. So I'll also acknowledge that where that's a, maybe a primary goal of therapy, there's times where it's like, Hey, that could be a little too raw. All right. Does that hit for you also? Or and do you have ideas about when you might not want to be so. Are you saying raw, like emotionally charged? Like intense? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not assuming the emotional intensity is like, say, anger or, mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah, no. It could be, be any pain. type yeah. of deep emotion. True. Is fine. True. Even anger at times can be um, a starting point of rawness. Yeah. Uh, I'll always talk about how anger is a secondary emotion, and we'll go deeper into a primary emotion very quickly. Yeah. Um, which will be, you know, fear, sadness, pain of, of some right. kind like that. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm not using raw just as, as yeah. a, like a volatile, unsafe it's place. It's not a negative. Yeah. But that's yeah. my point, is there's yeah. different versions of that. I want to take them to that place. Yes. And I want them to stay in it for, mm-hmm. not, but I mean, I'll do like two-hour sessions. That's mm-hmm. way too long. Yeah, that's the overwhelming. Gets, so that's, yeah. too, that's flooding. Yeah, like, That's yeah, intentionally yeah. flooding your client, right? Yeah. At that point, I like to gauge it. Yeah. I have a really high tolerance sitting as the therapist with clients. To take them there which is helpful mm-hmm. right it's helpful to be able to guide them to a place in which they feel like oh this might be too much okay we'll try it if you don't like it we'll step back mm-hmm. so for me i don't keep them there the whole time or always go mm-hmm. to a raw place but i usually don't 
includes you know when we're in the super raw i mm -hmm. use it more like coming back out of it as kind of like gaming yeah. and that's the same thing i teach my clients to yeah. do and watch them do on the couch is they make a joke they make yeah. a bid they make yeah. a whatever and if their partner doesn't take it well okay we're not playing that yeah or if they do take it well oh that was so cute you're so right that was so silly or whatever yeah 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 i think no matter what um humor is an emotion and no matter what, we want to be living the full breadth of human experience in our sessions, mm -hmm. and we want to be as genuine as possible. So if laughter and, and humor is part of life, I want that to be a part of session. Yeah. Uh, this is almost, and not everything's a red flag topic, because sure. I do think some people might assume. Yeah. I, I just don't think people go, oh, that's a red flag if there's humor. I think if anything, I want to debunk the myth that Therapy is always heavy, Seriously. nasty, yeah. and hard, and You're full of hurt and charge. <laughs> like, actually, um, a lot of what brings me pleasure as a therapist, and I'm so stoked to be a therapist, is I get to see all those joy moments, mm -hmm. and a lot of those come out as humor. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe oh, yeah. I'm making a joke, but also my couples will start getting connected yeah. and laughing and joy together. Yeah. So I guess one of the things I wanted to like just acknowledge in this humor topic is let clients know you can expect to laugh at therapy. Yeah. I'm not saying every time, just like you can expect to cry in therapy, but not every time. Yeah. So it, Both it, can be true. it's the full breadth of human experience is what you can expect in therapy. Mm -hmm. I like to be able to make jokes as a therapist. Yeah. Make, I, that's the difference. Yeah. That's why the red flag thing. I don't uh -huh. like fun. Yes. Making yes. fun of is not the same thing as making a partner laugh or mm -hmm. like as the client. It's mm -hmm. not. It's not the same thing. When yeah. you're joking with your partner versus making your partner the butt of the joke, yeah. big differentiation. Yeah. I use humor in terms of laughter or perspective. Yes. Right? Oh, this could be, or you know what this, this argument's actually not going to matter if whatever you're arguing about happens because if it's a health thing or whatever uh -huh. else because you're not going to have that in five years anyway. And you're yeah. like, oh, that's actually so true. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So being able to make clients laugh. Mm -hmm is one of my true joys as a therapist. Yeah, and a skill set. I mean, I don't okay. I don't think uh, every yeah. <laughs> I don't think every therapist can do that. No. You are much more quote unquote funny than I am. Thank you. Um <laughs> I think that I can bring some levity, but I don't think I have like the cool quips that you do. And other therapists are on that spectrum as well. There's I'm sure there's a lot of great therapists out there who do not have a funny bone. Um so maybe you will go to a therapist <laughs> who doesn't joke around at all and that could so be uncomfortable that would make you uncomfortable but you can still get great work done with that therapist so i'm not but that i'm not really worried about because i no. think in general people already think that's kind of therapy so if you have a good therapist who's doing that and you're not missing humor it's fine i think mostly i'm just realizing as we start talking about it, i didn't even realize this was the thing before we started recording though i think mostly i just want people to know like how great and humorous it's therapy healing. can be yeah um yeah, getting to a place where after being vulnerable or getting to a place where you might be seriously vulnerable but having some laugh, no matter what, genuine experience, that's going to be connecting, that's going to be healing. So I'm into it. That's quite true. Um, one thing you said that uh, hit uh, a note for me is I do think... Did you get your funny uh, That one didn't. You got to work harder, girl. <laughs> you got to get me life in. <laughs> Good. Um, as I, like, rub my actual elbow, <laughs> no one can see it, but I'm just sitting there going, Maniacally. <laughs> is it maniacally? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was thinking, nope, funny bone, nope, it's still there. It, 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 uh, it was a note for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the, the, uh, I, I will tend to use humor more at the end of session. That's a personal thing because I'm not naturally quippy. I'm not naturally funny in that regard. I do like using humor um, to kind of back out of sort of the depth of a good session. Yes. Um, where, uh, you know, I don't expect my clients to necessarily pay attention to the time or let them go where they need to go for, for the hour. Mm -hmm. But as I'm noticing times wrapping up, um, I think now it's just an intuitive sense I get. Like if I know intuitively there's about five minutes and we're in a deep space, I will stop engaging in types of um, reflections, which is therapist yes. talk. So, you know, I'm going to stop, like, saying things. Like, I'm going to stop into the deep stuff. Instead, I am going to start drawing attention to what I think might be funny or knowing my couples, what right. might make them laugh um, and that kind of thing. And then that's also a good signal. Then, like, okay, okay. We're okay. Yeah. yeah. Particularly the partner who is really uncomfortable being deep. Because there tends to be um, one or two in the couple mm -hmm. where it's like, that's a big stretch. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, I have five of those people who are working super hard going yes. into the session, working into depth. But they're like, okay, Ryan's laughing now. We can we can laugh too and kind of yeah. shake it off. Yes. And it's pretty fun. It's a safety thing. But for me, because I'm much more limited in my humor, that tends to be um, my only common use of humor that I can think of. But I know you've talked a lot about how you use it in a lot of different ways. So I'm curious, what else might clients expect, some therapists who enjoy humor, um, to, uh, to experience while they're in therapy? It definitely depends on the day mm -hmm. for what we're talking about sure. like as the client, what yeah. they're bringing up. Yeah. If it's a lighter day uh -huh. and they're at the maintenance few weeks and no fights have come up, yeah. we get to revisit, uh -huh. in a humorous way, yeah. old times. Yeah. Or I get to parallel for them. Three weeks ago, yeah. you definitely would have said this. And yeah. I make imitations and voices. Yeah. And, you know, I'll get up and stomp around or whatever yeah. else. and Or I'll be like, and then you would have been like, um, no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. make in a loving way. Yeah. And I build rapport with the couple first before yes, I go there. Yes, you're only doing this in a very... I do it to dramatically yeah. act out so they can look at themselves <laughs> that that's not me anymore. Yeah. So I interpret that as like you're really helping the couples see the growth yeah. they've had and you're really bringing attention to the positivity while at the same time, while you're using humor, they're not just intellectually seeing how positive their growth is. They're feeling the joy of that growth. Yeah. yeah. So it's really, hang on, which I, by the way, um, if you're ever in session that's happening, know that that's a very therapeutic growth moment for you and your partner mm -hmm. uh, to take the time to acknowledge where you've come and acknowledge we can sit and laugh together about this yeah super healing i love seeing because that that really is i think one of the hallmarks of being in a great relationship is humor mm -hmm. so if i can model that for them mm -hmm. and they can actually laugh and that's how i usually know one couple's ability the couple's ability to accept influence with each other yeah is the partner makes a bid with a laugh a joke mm -hmm. or whatever and they're trying to see yeah hey, is this a good time? Mm -hmm. Don't do that in the middle of a fight. Mm -hmm. I see that sometimes and they think it's like a gentle startup or whatever else. They're trying to be nice and make a joke and the partner's clearly pissed. <laughs> Not the good time to make yeah. a joke. And they're like, oh yeah, kind of like the one time you had a terrible haircut. And yeah. They're just like, ah, right? Yeah. But at the end of the session, if it was like, well, at least you know that haircut from the 80s, right? Yeah. There's a time. Timing yes. is everything when it comes to humor and in your relationship. Mm -hmm. If you're just starting to date someone, Hopefully you're not coming into therapy. That's a different red flag. Well, this is premarital. It's like a yeah. Well, but even then, that's still I'm talking like together. three or so months. In. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, want to be yeah, seeing yeah. you in my office. Yeah, yeah. That's 
it's going to be one meeting of, you should probably yeah. not be with that person yeah. if you have enough issues to come to a therapist three months in. So when they come in and they're getting to know each other, yes. sometimes people don't have the mm -hmm. same sense of humor. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a different type of household than most people did. Mm -hmm. So that influences how I am mm -hmm. as a therapist. I grew up with humor being modeled in a lot of the relationships that I saw, mm -hmm. just from childhood to adulthood. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that made me feel comfortable when I saw relationships and in grad school studying and everything. I looked, I'm like, that's definitely something I'd include as a therapist. Yeah. And my clients know that. Mm -hmm. They know to expect that. They know to expect laughter. They know I have a healthy sense of humor mm -hmm. and that it's okay to do that. Mm -hmm. Some partners lose the joy in their relationship. They're coming in because they're fighting. Mm -hmm. Something happened. There's been a tragedy. There's been a mistrust. They feel like they, they feel like they can't laugh anymore. Yeah. They lost the joy somewhere yeah. along the way and they're kind of just like bumming yeah. on their relationships and be able to see them laugh maybe for the first time in two months. Mm -hmm. Big win for me. Yeah. Loving it. Very nice. Love it for them too. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. I have never really thought about my work as facilitating laughter between couples. And I think I might take that into session this week now. Um, I can certainly think back to sessions where that's happened. Um, but I haven't been so uh, cognizant of it. So that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. It does align with what I'm hoping our listeners will take away from this, which is that you can also expect to go to couples therapy and laugh, and laugh more. Yeah. Um, and don't think like, oh my gosh, every time you go to couples therapy, it's, it's like so, so there. It. Yeah. And not every fight has to be a serious level five DEF CON yeah. eight meeting of yeah. We're serious, we're this, we're that, and we have no fun in our relationship, and no joy because yeah. I did this and you did this. Yeah. I don't want robots. Yeah. We're human beings. Yeah. It's healthy to laugh, especially the couples that I've worked with who have kiddos. Yeah. You gotta laugh. Well, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself. If <laughs> anything, we might start looking at this as a look at, like, are you reaching your goals in therapy, in a sense? Uh, I get why there's an assumption from people who haven't gone to couples therapies yes. yet that it's DEFCON 5 every single time. I hear you. And that makes sense because like people that. only go to therapy, or that not only, mm -hmm. but many couples start therapy when it's that daily in their relationship. And by all means, please come talk please to us come, at that time. <laughs> Ideally beforehand, but if you're at that place, come hang out, we'll get there. And But that's the thing is, people think it's only that, and I have to remind um, new clients, as well as people of nursing and therapists who are just kind of asking about the process all the time that, hey, it's, it doesn't stay there. The whole point is, in a couple of sessions down the road, you're going to be coming in, you're going to be dealing with some real stuff, and you're going to be laughing together again. Or maybe you've never even laughed together, and you'll mm -hmm. get to know what that's like. Yeah. Um, so just, just that little moment of hope of like telling people that, you will be in couples therapy with joy. It may not be the first two sessions. I get it. Um, maybe it will be. Maybe you'll have a, a, a Talia therapist who can kind of like <laughs> quip it up real quick. Um, I can't yeah. do that. But definitely a few sessions down the road. Mm -hmm. We've dealt with some of the hurry and we're starting to work through it. Yeah. You're going to come in and we're going to laugh at times. It's going to be good. I want my couples mm -hmm. to laugh. Yeah. It's not like I forego their agenda and I'm like I'm sorry I know this big thing came up for you this week but I have a stand-up comedy skit I do by you guys so we just do my thing first it's not that it's if they don't learn that it's yeah. okay to do it yeah and one partner really wants to do it mm -hmm. this is the safe place to ask for that mm -hmm. more and I mm -hmm. gave you that example uh, before we began the episode of 
you know, I I was talking to my dad about something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was a serious thing. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. really stressed about it. Yeah. And he matched that. Yeah. But then he was also like, that's not that far off. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fine. And it was like, obviously not. But yeah. the fact that it was just like making me laugh yeah. was awesome. And it yeah. helped me realize like, okay. Yeah. Yes, it's awful. But yeah. sometimes it's so bad you just can't help but mm-hmm. laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the situation Mm -hmm. and so i want my couples to know that Mm -hmm. not laughing at their partner but sometimes you have to laugh Mm -hmm. like look at the mess we made like not in their relationship but of like oh god that was really bad or they look back in the fights of what they said yeah and i'm like how old were you in that fight they're like yeah and i'm like you were teenagers okay imagine an adult and they'll be able to reflect back like i can't believe i slammed the cabinet door shut like yeah. that was super immature of me or they'll, they'll go back and relive it in a sassy way i'm like what did you wish you could say during that like, ah, mom whatever yeah fine yeah. and then they get to they get to live in that joy mm-hmm. i like that and it's a positive perspective i also think that when because you're describing how couples can find this like relational dynamic that through pain they're laughing which um if it's not avoiding it's super healthy yes. so and that actually made me think also yeah i'm starting to picture my couples who have they've worked through something that was really hard that at the time was way too scary and vulnerable to be able to laugh at but after doing some work in therapy being able to go through oh my gosh we did that yeah. and laughing through that yeah. and what's really cool is there's research that shows when you have that type of safe connection with your partner, you the pain goes away. So you actually are open to joy and connection, and in this case, yeah. laughter. Yeah. Um, I just had a recent experience um, with my girlfriend where we were going through a really, really rough night. But it was so ridiculously rough that like halfway through it, we just started busting yeah. up because like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. We are miserable right yeah. now and it's hilarious. Yeah. Now again, because of our connection yes. to each other, that it was that laughter that allowed us to get through that difficult moment mm-hmm. or I guess entire night mm-hmm. um, easier. Um, and now to like, to yeah. this day, yeah. I'll just start giggling and she'll be like, are you thinking about that night? I'm like, yeah. yeah. She's like, I yeah. know, right? It's, it's just like, it's so like funny. Joke. Yeah, it's just so It joins them stuff. more. They uh, reference those points, and yeah. I don't want them to, and again, talking about me, but mm-hmm. I don't want them to always reference the pain points. Yeah. I don't want them to, we call it kitchen sink in yeah. couples therapy, uh-huh. when you throw everything in the kitchen sink, right? It's like you get in a fight with your yeah, partner, yeah. and then you think it's over with, but it's really not, and then three weeks later, a completely to you unrelated thing comes up, and like, this is just like the last time three weeks, where you're like, what? I want them to kitchen sink with humor. Uh-huh. I want them to kitchen sink of, they do this some goofy thing. Babe, this totally reminds me of the last time. Do you remember that one night when yeah. the thing happened? They're like, oh, yeah. The, yeah. And they call it. And yeah. I, I am really big in a positive way on labeling the funny stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll have, like, analogies. I use analogies and metaphors mm-hmm. constantly when yeah. it comes to couples. So we'll label certain fights. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, it's the this fight. Or it's the this argument. Or it's the this technique or the tactic or the... Mm-hmm. And then they can use that. And mm-hmm. I actually had an experience once working... Um, with a with a couple where they ended up sharing that mm-hmm. after sessions they were like no we used the analogy and it came out naturally of mm-hmm. like i got to say i had my own version of the thing we talked about yeah. in therapy out of joy yeah out of like oh i'm building my own version of that too mm-hmm. right and so i give the shelf analogy a lot in, yeah. in therapy and mm-hmm. they're like no that i i didn't build that level of my shelf yet right <laughs> they get to use the analogy yeah. diffuses the conflict mm-hmm. and the blame of the partner versus the mm-hmm. behavior and the humor too mm-hmm. 
of just doing that or going and mimicking the partner when they're trying to defuse the fight and they know their partner's cooling down in the mm-hmm. off period and slamming the cabinets too. Mm-hmm. Or they slam it and they open it back up and they slam it and they open it back and they look at you like, babe, I love you. Yeah. Like, that's not, right? Like, do you want to slam the other one too or just going and opening all of them for them? And then the partner realizes how goofy they're being, right? Like, using humor as a safety mechanism mm-hmm. to diffuse something as the client and as a mm-hmm. person can be helpful and I like showing that to them in therapy and not every therapy session has to be DEFCON yeah. 5. We'll, we'll sit in DEFCON 5 mm-hmm. but we're going to laugh. Yeah. That's a mandate. You must laugh when you're in therapy with me. Yeah. Even for my students. Mandate. You must laugh now. <laughs> Even for my students that like won't laugh. I'm like, that was funny. <laughs> Get and it. And they're like, ha ha. And Chuckle. I like laugh genuinely. Like, Chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I amplify it for them out of fear, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm like, get out. <laughs> or I'll be like, oh, do you like this and that? Or even to my clients. Yeah. I'll be like, Oh yeah, you know, it's kinda like this. Do you like this type of pizza or something? Yeah. Like, no, and I was like, you can leave. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, you gotta laugh. Yeah. Laughter is healthy. So I think we're uh, really highlighting the idea that uh, laughter is connecting. So that's key. Yes. And so we as therapists are looking for opportunities. And for some therapists that's more in the wheelhouse than others. Sure. Also, as we start off, therapists is diffusing. Um, either it could be used um, in the middle of session if something is getting a little rough where maybe we as therapists are, are we're prickling are like, ooh, this isn't really a safe place for our mm-hmm. clients. We're not really heightening a depth of emotion. It's more like this is by it. True. Um, we might use it. Or like how I use it most commonly, we'll diffuse at the end of session. Like, cool, we had a nice deep 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's brush it off. Let's, let's have that connective laugh and bring it out of this space that's so unique in the therapy session so you can go back into the real world um are there other moments that you can think of for humor humor? where therapists so that you know clients walking in might go like oh i could see why there's humor going down i would i would i would add like Mm -hmm. to a level right Mm -hmm. we don't want to red flag but Uh if your therapist can not not self-disclosure wise but if your therapist can use and i say self-deprecating humor as Mm -hmm. like they make a, a thing of like and you're probably sitting there thinking, like, thanks a lot, lady. Yeah. Right? Like being able to include yeah. what like what they might be thinking, mm-hmm. but acknowledging it in the room. And it's not self-deprecating, like talking poorly about yourself as a yeah. therapist, but acknowledging, yeah, you guys might be sitting there thinking like easy for you to say, you don't have to go home to this. Yeah. And bringing it in the tone. Mm-hmm. It's all it's about the tone mm-hmm. as well. If your therapist uses a genuine tone mm-hmm. and you feel offended by the humor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Usually, like, I can read body language if a joke didn't land well, or yeah. I'm trying to make something a joke, and the clients are yeah. like, this is clearly a serious thing, and I'm like, okay, we're going to use a different tone, and we're going to be like this. Yeah. And I'm saying it with a like, joyous so face, if you yeah. do laugh, but yeah. if not, this just looks very warm and inviting. Yeah. <laughs> and being able to tell your therapist, not a cool joke, or hey, we kind of need some more laughs in our life. This is the only place that we prioritize yeah. ourselves. Can you help us have fun? Yeah. Right? Can we be goofy? There's a, um, gosh, so many things come up about what you said first first i want to hit my yeah soapbox that i always say yeah. if it's not working for you as a client and that you works. gotta tell your therapist please and it's a huge thing to know like do you have a relationship where you can like give your therapist feedback like no well they don't want clients to feel empowered to do so just gotta say that the other thing you said that inspires me is there's an entire um it's not a theory but an entire like um perspective perspective of therapists who do humor therapy where like that's yeah. what they do yeah um, we have a, a, a leader of that in the field here in Orange County um, who does a bunch of trainings about humor therapy. There's an entire organization that does that. So, by the way, if you're hearing this and it's kind of shifting your idea of what therapy yeah. could be and you're like, 
wait a second. I want that. I want to, <laughs> actually, one of the goals I want with my partner is I want to be laughing more. Maybe go find a humor therapist. Now, keep in mind, this is not going to be someone who is dressing up in, in like a clown costume, which would be very scary for some people, or doing like it's really outlandish therapy. stuff. It's still therapy. <laughs> However, it's someone who's trained with tons of techniques yeah. to use joy, really. Oh Generally, God. naturally, funny people do that. You're going to do that. I, I yeah. quit everything else except this therapy. I don't know why you're not already doing this. I, I mean, I already am. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's super fun. Something flip. to think about. <laughs> <laughs> People do not see me flip my non-existent hair. He, he yeah. got a clip and weave just for that it moment. Was, <laughs> it was, I'm good at going that fast. Yeah, I got that clip. <laughs> I got that weave, honey. It's good, though. And good. laughter is good. It is great. Medicine. Um, there's actually something... That's the only medicine we can prescribe as therapists. We... Laughter. Yeah, so that joke didn't work, Kelly. I'm just it was hilarious. It was hilarious laugh. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to myself and listen to this episode. Like, oh, so oh me, you're so funny. Classic me. <laughs> I'm gonna get all the uh, nasty messages. It was funny, Ryan. Why did you say it wasn't funny? Don't shame her. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Whatever you say, lady. <laughs> um there's another thing I thought of while you're talking about the uses of humor. It's actually me said it on different episodes and in our or maybe just in our conversations. Yeah about how you do use humor to build rapport. Heck yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And I think that's where I went, oh, I think you have more of the funny bone than I yeah. do. Because I tend not to do the joke as much in the rapport. I might do what I call the charm. I don't, it's hard to quantify mm -hmm. the differences. But um, you definitely have like good ways of doing jokes to build rapport. So I, I'm curious if you could share more about that. Sure. Because I think that's a different use that someone could expect walking in a therapist's office and going, hey, you might have someone who's kind of funny, and mm -hmm. that's okay. I, For me, it happens naturally mm -hmm. when I'm sitting mm -hmm. with clients, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's not an intentional test, mm -hmm. but it's a filter. Yeah. I, I obviously use a filter when it comes to that, but it's a filter of, is this a good fit mm -hmm. or not? And I don't use humor on the initial phone call or anything mm -hmm. like that. When I'm sitting in the office, I gauge. Mm -hmm. Where are we at? What mm -hmm. type of issues are we dealing with mm -hmm. and what I what I really hit my stride is what I like to call it is even when I'm doing the intake and asking questions mm -hmm. when there's like the basic question super boring and mm -hmm. jargon and blech, all that stuff sometimes I'll even say it like that I'm like I actually don't like the way this question is worded and I'll mm -hmm. do it with my face mm -hmm. or a tone or I'll be like I'll be like okay the therapy world wants me to ask you what mm -hmm. is the first time you did this my mm -hmm. real talk was it like oh my god I love them they're so hot or yeah. was it like Ooh, right? I get human yeah. with them. Yeah. That's what I say when I use humor to build rapport. Sure. It's the authenticity. It's the goofiness. It's the playfulness. Mm -hmm. It's serious when you mm -hmm. call for yeah. it. But life is way too serious. Mm -hmm. Everybody is so go, go, go and takes everything way too seriously. Mm -hmm. Slow it down mm -hmm. and have a laugh. Mm -hmm. and, and think of things in a way of like, oh my gosh, I totally didn't realize I was in your company when I do that. I yeah. thought I was the only one. Yeah. My humor is designed to make people feel okay to admit or say, oh, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Okay, and that's what's thing. building that connection with yeah. your clients, not between clients, but when you're meeting a new couple and going, hey, they're trying to say, hey, here's this human, yeah. Talia. Not only does she have this expert yeah. advice, or not advice, expert knowledge and to help us in our relationship, but also she's a human being. Like, I can mm -hmm. relate to her. Yeah. And using, again, 
uh, the more I build rapport, the more the self-disclosure piece comes mm-hmm. in of just being able to share time. I was able to laugh at myself mm-hmm. for a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Or they have, let's, this has never been a fight for my couple, but let's say they have a lasagna fight, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's the label for it. Garfield? Like, what? Like, that's the fight, <laughs> right? They're like, remember the lasagna night? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, my own lasagna night, it was yeah. actually a salad thing or whatever. But yeah, yeah I remember feeling like, yeah. what? Yeah. And then afterwards being like, okay, that was pretty goofy, yeah. right? Like, you don't have to get into the super gritty details yeah. it's just sharing we all have lasagna nights we all have these things just yeah. because i sit here in this chair doesn't make me mm-hmm. this omniscient and i say it in this, this omniscient being it's like oh well you should just do this and obviously it's so easy to communicate and this and that i'm like we're human beings yeah. first so to normalize it yeah. using humor as a building block for mm-hmm. hey we're gonna get through this you and i are partners mm-hmm. in the terms of we are a therapist and a client and we're working together and we're on the same team helping you be the best you that you can be but we're going to laugh and we're going to cry along the way mm-hmm. and it's going to be okay and you're going to learn to laugh at yourself because that's one of the healthiest things you can learn and it's being genuine i think it just circles right back to we're going to be genuine in this room together we're going to be genuine human beings and that doesn't mean perfect human beings it means we're going to be able to have the full human experience mm-hmm. And that leads me, I've been sort of mulling over, letting your words wash over me and then mulling over what does that mean and how I work. And I, and I realize that that genuineness, um, it shifts on like what the topic is for me and like what I feel my role is. The humor part is building that connection early on with new clients because it's going, hey, I'm a professional and you're hiring me, but at times, like, we gotta be, I don't need to be above you mm-hmm. in this. I wanna yeah. be connected in the same place. Yeah. We're collaborators, yeah. we're egalitarian, we're egalitarian in that way. Let's, let's do this. In other times, I might get more authoritative, but actually, I'm realizing it's, it's not my intent to do that. It's, um, it's, I can get this is scary and hard, so I'm gonna be able to hold the hurt. I'm able to be the strength in this moment. I think a good example of what I'm trying to articulate is talking about sex, which in couples therapy happens all the time. But a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about it. Yes, (laughs) people have sex all the time in therapy. Oh my gosh! There's a pamphlet for that. If that ever happens, we need to give that to you. no, the, un- and the discomfort of talking about that's sex. really uncomfortable. So, when I'm learning new clients, I will always take the initiative to bring up sex because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know, like talking couples yeah. therapy. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah. I'll also do it in a in a not humorous way initially. <laughs> Pardon me, that's assessing the couple if they're comfortable talking about sex or not. But I'll also do it in a way where it's like, I'm going to be so comfortable and um, safe talking about it that you'll get an emotional felt sense that, oh, this is someone I can talk to about sex. I like that for me as a male therapist yeah, oh, because there tends to be um, uh, common traits for men and women that, that make me feel like that's appropriate. For men, it's they only learn to talk about sex in sort of um, guy objectifying and mm-hmm. kind of buddy-buddy waves, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about it in a deep way. True. And for women, there's way more context of sexual trauma, particularly with men, to where I want to be respectful that I'm going to be a male talking about sex. That's not every person, of True. course, but those are very common factors that are related to sex. Which means, again, sorry, back to humor. Ha ha ha, sex. 
Um, I'm trying to be like holding that really safe place. However, if I get the sense that people are cool with that, then I'll switch right into, I mean, the easiest jokes ever for us non-comedians is to make a sex joke. And let's be honest, sex is really funny at times. Um, things that our bodies do while we're having Gross, sex, yeah. before or after sex, oh, yeah, are laugh. just hilarious. Laugh during sex so too. absolutely. Oh, and actually, the greatest sex I think involves laughter too. So yeah. how do we start talking about that? But I'll be um, generally yeah. holding a space where I'm being either intentional in showing the strength and comfort I have, where I can hold something hard for clients, and if I feel like the clients don't need that then we can make light of things here and there. But I am very intentional when I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't yeah. want to make light of something that's no. already hard to talk very about. true. Because that's going to tell people, oh, it's not safe to talk about. I think when, for me as a male therapist, I'm just uh-huh. <laughs> No. When yeah, I, I'm a male therapist yeah. on those days. Yeah, on those days. It's usually a Thursday. Usually on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, just my one day. You know, I just yeah. let, my, let myself out yeah. to, to play. But... When I work as a therapist in the room, I will use humor first. Mm-hmm. Mine is opposite. I'll use uh-huh. humor first. And if yeah. I see the shift, then yeah. I say, you know what? Let me ask some different questions. Yeah. Like, I'll gate. And that's just yeah. my natural way to for me. And I will sometimes yeah. even make it humorous. And I'm like, I mean, I tell my, this to my students, too. Mm-hmm. The difference between when you have a friend and a relationship is... One person you look at and you don't want to put your parts near theirs. Mm-hmm. And the other person you look at and you're like, I want to put my parts near yours. Yeah. That's the differentiation. So sometimes I'll use that language yeah. with my couples. And I'm yeah. like, what made you decide? Like, I only want their parts for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I'll gauge that. Because yeah. usually the, the first few questions, we haven't really dove into the deep mm-hmm. emotional part yet. We're just revisiting how do you meet? How, the, the fluffy yeah. stuff. Right? Yeah. The safe stuff. Yeah. And then I'll ask. And sometimes they'll be like, sex life is fine this time I'm like all right you don't have to bring it up in here mm-hmm. but I just want you to know when it does mm-hmm. come up in session you're totally okay to talk yeah. about it if you prefer me to call it certain terms mm-hmm. please let me know yeah and if they're like no it's fine I can be creative as I want yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I use that to gauge yeah I, two things I love one is I love hearing how you're using humor to break the ice on these types of subjects it's uncomfortable to talk it's like and I all normalize and I'm like, and I'm gonna ask you mm-hmm. now one of the most weirdest questions you'll probably experience mm-hmm. is we're just going to learn everything about you two. You learn nothing about me yeah. and how is sex for you. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. that's weird. And yeah. I I acknowledge it's yeah. very weird to tell a stranger yeah. in the first ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. What Let's is it like when we read our parts yeah. near each other? Right? It is a very unique uh <laughs> professional relationship. We get to know each other real really quick. Well. Um, but the other thing I like, though, is that you're also pointing out, um, or in this discussion, we're pointing out how different therapists do things differently, and I think both work, given the context. Hugely. Um, I I still really like how I don't use humor to break the ice on the sex topic, mm-hmm. given my context as a male. Uh, that's my choice, and I'm sure it's not uh, comfortable for everyone, but I think it works If I had a male way. couples therapist, I would prefer they weren't. Oh, not overly sexual. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean it like that, but I yeah. would prefer they didn't take the tone I did. Yeah. It would make me, with all my stuff mm-hmm. and history, whatever, feel like mm-hmm. you don't talk to me that way kind yeah. of thing. But if we built rapport and they joke, yeah. or they delivered it correctly, I'm okay with it. I wonder if it's because we're kind of going against our cultural norms. Mm-hmm. Um, men are more likely to be socialized into talking about sex in a 
non-deep and just kind of a jokey yeah, uh, trivial matter whereas women are more likely to be socialized and talking about sex and like the deep emotional need attached with it so when you uh, come at it as a female yeah. with some of the fun uh-huh. um humorous yeah. parts of it, it it goes hey i can you know you can have all the assumptions you have that i'm a female that can deal with the emotional mm-hmm. part of sex but also i can have fun with it mm-hmm. and so you're presenting a more well-rounded person based on what maybe people are assuming about you and me vice versa. Right. I'm a dude where I'm not going to just stay in my, you know, guyness and just be like, kind of like flipping about sex and oh, it's just about the sex and be kind of happy about yeah. it. Instead, I can show and model a depth that may not be assumed of me being a male. I don't know. Very true. I never thought about that before. Yeah. That could be a thing. But I think for us, as we've learned about mm-hmm. each other, at mm-hmm. least I will own it. I'm definitely more, masculine mm-hmm. than most typically mm-hmm. presenting like women well that's why you're are. comfortable yeah. using the humor oh yeah right um and i think that works to the benefit of your clients mm-hmm. to where you are showing the full well-rounded part if they're making some mm-hmm. assumptions on you as a female but then also showing a more masculine trait in this particular topic and i think having that split mm-hmm. um or the balance models for either partner who's either the more logical or the more mm-hmm. emotional not even to gender stereotype it yeah you can have both yeah you can absolutely. have both exist in the same person and yeah. you each have something to learn from me yes. as your therapist yeah hey be more emotional in this sense hey not a time to be emotional that's not a time to be in your feelings uh-huh. don't get your feelings hurt because this is let me just tell you the science mm-hmm. of especially with sex let mm-hmm. me tell you the science of why your partner rejected you mm-hmm. that's nothing to do with emotions mm. and i'll look at them i'm like unless you're lying to me and now would be the time and i like slowly <laughs> and they're just like no we're good obviously no, joking no, no, no. they're like no 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 seriously yeah and i'm like was that was that what it was like for you you yeah. weren't trying to ruin her day by rejecting her yeah. from this advance and he's like yeah. i'm fucking tired yeah. i was tired okay yeah. it had nothing to do with you and she's like okay i'm sorry i misread that yeah. to hear it from a masculine feminine but objective overall third party that's the best and to be able to get a laugh mm-hmm. that's how oh i'm and mm-hmm. I will post the meme as mm-hmm. the little picture that we put on the, oh, cool. the podcast a, episode on the a, website. Yeah, yeah. It's a therapist. Thank you for those yeah. words. It's a therapist <laughs> sitting there in the chair and it's a, cl- it's a clam. Yeah. With a pearl. And yeah. the therapist is wearing a pearl yeah. necklace. Uh-huh. And it's like, I just feel like nobody ever opens up. And then the clam opens up and the therapist grabs the pearl and like, aha, and runs out <laughs> of the room. <laughs> That's not what we do. But I, I will just, I'll joke about it like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like whenever I get a laugh, mm-hmm. it adds to my necklace. <laughs> true joy you just have a yeah. necklace of jokes yeah and i'll like have a cup and sometimes i'll have a cup of water and i'm mm-hmm. like oh would you like one i could or they'll they'll uh ask for one i'll offer one or whatever else and i'll be like ah oh, oh, tears with my clients totally joking obviously <laughs> like once we reach the rapport phase yeah it's just like yeah it's, it's it doesn't have to be so serious yeah. all the time yeah. i know i can be serious when it needs to be mm-hmm. but other than that, i'm a total goof mm-hmm. and i like that and yeah. that's authentic for me yeah it feels weird to be serious mm-hmm. but so that's it, humor. Can I think that's it? it. That's humor. If you want a funny therapist, find a th- funny therapist. <laughs> yeah, find a funny therapist. I mean, it, it's all, I said this like four times in the episode being genuine. In therapy, we're going to practice being, being genuine, genuine, being appropriate, being appropriate, and learning what your clients do and don't like with humor. Yeah. And, and that's just going to be serviceable for relationships. Yeah. If you can practice in your relationship, being genuine, appropriate, and learning each other and what the humor works, you're going to have a fulfilling relationship. I have a joke so. for you. Okay, let's end on it. What's the joke? Two drums and a cymbal fall. But um, shh. Ha ha.
Ha 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 ha. <laughs> laugh! Laugh! Okay, I'm laughing. <laughs> um, it's definitely a joke. It's a joke, right? Non non-judgmental wow. language. You said a joke. That is a joke. Even that's humor. You, Couples learning. You joked. Because sometimes partners aren't funny. That's yeah. when I laugh as a therapist, and we'll definitely end on that. Is when the non-funny partner is learning humor, and it's like a baby giraffe trying to learn to walk on roller skates. I heard that the other day from somebody. Anyway, <laughs> whoever that was, I'm sorry, my blank is blanking, blanking, but credit on that. Yeah. It is like that, and then we laugh because mm-hmm. it's like so cute. I love the attempt, the effort, the timing of this. Crushing and we'll fall. try again. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So thank you for joining us, and yeah. we'll see you next time to talk listener questions. Oh, yeah. We have um, a particular listener question yes. that uh, came in, and we realized it, there's a lot to talk about okay. with it. Yes. So uh, we're just going to do the entire next episode on this listener question. Yeah. So stay tuned for that and check it out next week. Cool. See you later. See ya.